Hey, Strauss. If this is the episode you can't forgive me for, I totally understand. No, this is, you're going to need to do way worse than this. We're going to need to watch... I, I'm going to have to pick one of my bad movies next time just to bounce this out. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Skeleton Crew Podcast. I'm Strauss. That's Sardo. Hey. Samurai Cop. This episode's we about the movie Sam- Samurai Cop. Um... It was a movie. So, the the idea for this, this came from, I don't remember where, I think we saw a YouTube thumbnail of it, and I'm like, yes. oh, yes, Samurai Cop, that that movie's kind of silly and dumb, and I'm like, we should watch it, and you're like, it's on YouTube, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> um, This was a bad movie. Oh, <laughs> I'm, this... I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> Uh, we're we're not gonna do the thing I don't think where we kind of like do a a more detailed breakdown of the plot because honestly, 60% y- y- this movie's plot is really short. Sixty percent of this movie was just guys shooting at each other in completely different areas and it being pieced together to kind of look like a gunfight. Yeah, so Samurai Cop is one of those classic, like, really bad movies Mm -hmm. that aren't, that isn't very good. And it's, in terms of, like, it's not. In terms of movies that are, like, you know, good, bad, or bad, bad, this is a bad, bad. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, this one's, what makes this movie interesting to watch is that it could only have been made, uh, when did this movie get released? This movie was released, let's see, 1991. Yeah, yeah, that made, like, it could only be released, like, right before the 90s become, became the 80s. Mm-hmm. But couldn't be made during the 80s because it's, like, too stupid. Yes. So it's, like, in this very weirdly specific, like, moment in time. That could only have happened in, like, the very early 90s. Or, like, it's the mid-90s. A very 80s, 90s movie. Well, like I said, very early 90s. Yes. But the basic premise of it is they're trying to find the... There, there are these criminals doing, like, drug smuggling in Los Angeles... And at the head of it is this, like, Yakuza enforcer kind of guy who's come to America, and he's he's kind of the brains of the operation. And so they're like, we gotta we gotta track this guy down. And his name's Fujiyama. He's played by Cranston Kimuro. And I, I've I've Some never met a man named see. Cranston. <laughs> He has a mullet. <laughs> oh, there's so there's so much bad hair in this movie. Just like this this movie is full of bad hair, awful hair. Just the worst hair you've ever seen. So to catch Fujiyama, we are bringing in the samurai cop, one Joe Marshall, played by Matt Hammon, who uh, recently changed his name to Matthew Caretas. And we'll we'll talk about him a little more because I found some interesting information on this man. I see. Yes. So they bring in Samurai Cop, and he has 
one of the the local police officers kind of watching his back, Frank Washington, who is the best character in this movie, bar none. <gasps> the only person who's acting like a normal cop. Yeah, the with any only person. <laughs> The only one who has any sort of human reactions to anything. <laughs> so we're basically basically the plot it, plot can be summed up is over time, like Joe and Frank threaten the bad guys. They go after him. Violence happens. More violence happens. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what happens. Oh, the, the other thing that happens is that Joe inevitably kills the guy they're trying to bring in alive. This, this happens a lot. Uh, it, yeah, Joe either, like, kills a lot of people or enables a lot of people to be killed. <laughs> Just a lot of maiming. There's so much maiming. Also, the thing that is special about Joe Marshall and why he's called Samurai Cop, he has been trained by masters in Japan in martial arts and speaks fluent Japanese. This allegedly. Is, uh, allegedly. This is never really shown on film ever. In, in fact, this is actually kind of defied because the several times where like Joe's talking about characters with Japanese names, she's like, yeah, uh, Mr. Ohio, Mr. And it's like, it's supposed to show, I think, that he's kind of like devil may care and, you know, kind of irreverent. But it's like, he just comes off like an asshole. <laughs> Joe sucks. <laughs> Joe does suck. Really, this entire movie is bad. It's real bad. But Joe is, I think, one of the worst main characters I've had the privilege of seeing in, in a while in anything. <laughs> It's not good. Nothing about this movie is good. So that's the main thing about Joe Marshall. But the real thing we're here for is his beautiful hair. <laughs> okay, we need to talk about, about the hair in this movie for a minute. Because e there are so many bad hairstyles on every guy in this movie. The women get out, get off just fine with very normal looking early 90s hair that would still look yeah. good today. But let's say we had mullets jerry curls lots. on guys who aren't black <laughs> lots of mullets i fujiyama had a very respectable mullet <laughs> and mustache combo oh it, it, power power combination but yeah this entire film can really be summed up as jesus christ this movie is not good also, we had Robert Zadar as Yamashita. And if that sounds funny, that's because Robert Zadar's not Japanese. <laughs> he's not. Is he the big burly guy? Yes, he's he's the he's the big guy with the yeah, with a wide face and just yeah. He, he with the solid snake hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a uh, weird Weird person. Just built like a catcher's mitt all around. <sighs> yep. So, I don't even know where to begin with this. This this was a movie, like, I feel like it's... I want to talk a little less about, like, the movie itself than about... <sighs> okay. 
here's here's where I got to get into my my research. The the five minutes of googling I did. Okay, sure. uh, Matthew Caratus was one of Sylvester Stallone's bodyguards. Mm -hmm. And he he pursued acting after this. This really influenced him. And he, he, you know, he spent time hanging out with all these famous guys. And he was unable to get any substantial ro roles after Samurai Cop. And in 1992, a year after this movie was filmed, he took part in an armed robbery, stealing a Rembrandt painting from televangelist Gene Scott's University Cathedral in Los Angeles. The same Los Angeles this movie takes place in. Uh... The painting was found in the home of one of the stunt coordinators that worked on Samurai Cup, and Kratos was later arrested and sent to prison. Hmm. I guess that's why it, it, there's a very large gap from 1995, where he was in an episode of JAG, to uh, and then Samurai 2015. Cop. <laughs> Samurai Cop got a sequel. We might have to watch that. Samurai Cop 2, Deadly Vengeance. Vengeance. Honestly, the fact that and it's just called that, it just makes me want to see it more. It's like, what's he getting vengeance for? <laughs> I guess being arrested. <laughs> oh, wow. They really brought back, like, the entire cast. Oh, also, the, the organized crime unit that Joe is fighting against here is actually just called Katana. <laughs> I'm looking at the cast of Samurai Cop 2, and it's like, oh, there's Mark Frazier. He's back. Cranston Camaro, he's back, too. Yeah. You know well, look at all these. Yeah. Well, you know what? They brought back everyone they physically could. They couldn't bring back uh, Robert Zadar. He sadly passed away when this movie came out. Yeah. I kind of want to watch this movie. <laughs> I I would also like to watch this movie. <laughs> this is this is it's not good, people, but we kind of want to see it now. But anyway, point is, oh, I, I guess what we should really say is, what is this movie even, Sardo? Um. Other than filled with terror. No. Well, <laughs> this is a bad. Okay, actually, I want to ask you a very weird question. Have you ever seen Six Stream Six Stream Samurai? So you have weird 90s samurai white dudes with katanas movies. Oh, yeah, that was a big thing in like the the late 90s early 2000s. 16 Samurai. I No, not 16 Samurai, 6 String. Oh, 6 String Samurai. Yeah. Can't see I've seen it. Is it no how Oh, I'm I'm googling this. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no, oh, it's, it's, oh. I'm going to say it's like they're very similar movies in the sense that they're white dudes with mall katanas. The difference is this is the bad one. So six string samurai is good. I mean, it's good in the goofy way. Thinking this... he's a dangerous buddy, Holly. Exactly. Which is hilarious. You know, I can get behind this. Yeah. Oh, and it's like kind of a lone wolf and cub thing. Yeah. Okay. okay. It, it, it's not like amazing. I have it. I have it on DVD. I I would watch this. Yeah. See, the difference is that movie is kind of funny. This movie is just weird. Like the editing is bad. The sound mix, audio mixing is bad. I think what makes this movie really interesting to see, though, is just that 
it's not good but it's so ridiculously stupid that it, that he can't stop watching it's also only 90 minutes it's a, it's a very short watch it's an incredibly short watch i think if you speed through all the gunfights it's like half an hour <laughs> I remember we looked at the runtime because our uh, watch through was via YouTube and because it's officially uploaded, it has ads on it, which, you know, we're okay with that. Yeah. But we stopped halfway through and we're going through. It's like, it's already half over. <laughs> this movie goes by fast because it's mostly just people shooting at each other around Los Angeles. My my takeaway from this is that it's a fucking shame that Mark Frazier doesn't get more like hasn't gotten more roles since then because yeah, like, he was Mark, he was Mark Frazier should have been who played Frank Washington should have been like a bit part on like a bunch of random TV shows throughout the nineties. He was the one part of this that was genuinely unironically enjoyable to watch the whole way through he was good he was funny <laughs> i i loved the bit where like um he and joe have to go over this big fence and joe climbs over it makes a big show of it and frank is like scooted through a gap under the fence and joe's like why'd you do that and, and frank's like i'm an undercover cop and i i actually that that got a giggle out of me that was <laughs> i i think the best way to put it is that it's he's not he's like the type of guy that should have been like at least a bit character in like a long running 90s TV sh sitcom series i could have seen him as a very successful like comedy actor because he's he's got like good timing and he's just funny or at least like a character actor who just showed up. Yeah. Randomly in a bunch of TV. Like, he should have had a career outside of, like, three movies. Because he's not bad. He, <laughs> he I is, really... He's by far the I, best actor in this movie. <laughs> and he also has, like, one of the more badass kind of scenes where he's he's attacked by some of the mobsters after he's gotten out of the shower... And they take his towel and they're like threatening him with a knife. And he manages to disarm the guy with the knife and get him at knife point and then like get get one of the guns and like takes down two dudes naked, basically. Yeah, he, he's in the nude. <laughs> but I liked Frank. Mark Fraser does a good job. And he deserves more roles. So uh somebody get on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ed, he also is the only actor in this entire movie with any real charisma. Oh, he has, yeah, and he has, like, some pretty, pretty admirable charisma. And he has an Instagram. Oh, uh, what's his Instagram like? Um, I don't know, he, he seems like he, he doesn't seem like he's, like, embarrassed about his... Oh, his no. career, anything? Like I would, if I was in a movie this stupid, I would absolutely tell everyone about it, <laughs> with no misgivings of what it is. Like this is the type of movie where I'm like, nice. Yeah, 
like I, f- I feel like this is the type of person who understands exactly the kind of movie he's in. And I respect He, he that really immensely. does. Just absolutely he, true respect. Yeah. He's he's terrific. <laughs> yeah, I it basically I think this is one of those examples of like there's many different kinds of bad movies. This one's incredibly watchable only because it's so ridiculously bad and never it's, stops. Oh, it and it's it's cringy. It's super cringy. Oh god, every every moment in this movie is just like, wow, what? Okay. Let's keep going. And then we do. Also, I I do admire that on the Wikipedia page for Samurai Cop, when it's mentioned that somebody says that Joe speaks fluent Japanese, it's in quotations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Varys, he never proves it. It's just, what a odd, strange movie. It, it's fascinating, and I always really, I like watching bad movies because, like, I have zero filmmaking experience, but the the process really interests me a lot, and I like watching bad movies like this because it's kind of cool picking apart, like, why did this not work? <laughs> well, I could tell you right now, very easily why this didn't work. Well, give me a few reasons why, Um, The editing is incomprehensible. The pacing's wretched. There's no exposition. Uh, The film quality is all over the place. Like, the actual literal quality of the film that they're using is weirdly terrible. It is. Like, I don't know how they got it to be like this. Like, there's stuff that's ostensibly in this shot in the same scene but it's it's clearly shot different points different times and it's like different lighting different different color <laughs> absolutely yeah like the, the lighting is bad like whole thing is just not good it's just not good like i i can't I don't know how any other way to say it to people other than it ain't good. But what it, but it's so, I think what makes it interesting, like legitimately is that like, this could only have been made during the early nineties. Like there's no, like where things were cheap enough to make. You, you could, feasibly make a movie it wouldn't be a good movie wouldn't be a nice looking movie but you could make a movie (laughs) definitely uh definitely not a good movie i'm i i'm reading more about the production and i'm gonna i'm gonna send you the wikipedia page for this because i think this is delightful uh start writing stuff off i'm gonna also read it just to see if there's anything else i should comment on uh, it talks a little bit about production uh Uh. let's see here as a result of Hannon's lack of experience and director Shervin's inability to direct, all of the combat scenes were choreographed by martial arts expert Gerald Okamura or were planned out by the actors themselves, sometimes only 15 minutes before the scene in question was filmed. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's another beautiful. thing. A lot of this movie, it, it, when action things happening are, like, actually sped up. Mm-hmm. And you can tell. 
It's very obvious. Yeah, it's very obvious. Yeah, uh, Gerald Okamura, who was in this film and was clearly one of the only people who actually seemed like they knew martial arts. (laughs) Which one was Okamura? He was the one we saw in his underwear. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. I also can we talk about this DVD cover being nothing like the movie actually is? Oh, it's it's very misleading as you do. Yeah. It's yeah, just like a general police officer in uniform holding up a severed head. Yeah. Katana on the other hand, we Not... only get to see Joe use a katana like twice. twice what, once very very briefly. Oh, I can say this. It's made back its budget of 7000 Yeah, well, God, this definitely feels like it was made for $7,000. <laughs> it's made its money back. But I'm I'm always curious. I think part of the reason I, I'm so, like, eager to watch these bad movies with you is because I like hearing your takes on them as somebody who's actually a, a film guy. Somebody who... Who's done a lot of like? Who's actually you know, shot you've done things? A, yeah, you've you've done a lot of the hard work of it, and you know more than I do. <laughs> this is true. I, I can definitely say the level of competency in this film is not high. I was right to believe that the voices were dubbed after production. Uh, the the ADR was. Oh, oh god, no! The ADR in this movie is so bad. It, it was it was grim. <laughs> it is. I'm going to be honest, like, as for as bad as this movie is, I kind of love it. Lane. Just because it's so goofy. Like, they reuse the same firearms all the time. Like, everything, like, this movie was made on such a shoestring budget. Like. I can agree. Yeah. How can I hate this? And also, I would like to thank... uh, uh, I I was wondering why why this was happening. I'm not sure if you noticed, but the YouTube version was presented to you by Guess Who? Who? Rift Tracks. God bless you, Rift Tracks. I was wondering why Mike Nelson's name was on the thing. It's like, no, Mike put this up. It's like, no, no. The world must see this movie. (laughs) Well, thank you, Mike, and thank you, Rift Tracks, for making this publicly available. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad, because movies this silly deserve to exist in the ecosystem. Yes. Because it's not good art by any stretch of the imagination. No. It is goofy, it is dumb, it is ridiculous. But it it should be allowed to be around to be goofy, dumb, and ridiculous. And isn't it beautiful that bad art can exist in the world? That not all art has to be beautiful or magnificently done or even competent. Yep. I I think that's... I don't know. I consider it kind of weirdly inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, apparently there were a lot of people who believed that Matthew Caratus was dead for quite a period of time because he just kind of, like, stopped doing movies for for a while and then he changed his name. (laughs) Because he was in Uh, prison. But but he's not dead. He's very much alive. He apparently has a family and lives in California still, so... (laughs) 
made Samurai Cop right. 2. Yeah. So yeah, good for yeah, him. Yeah, good for him. But golly, I, I don't know. I thank you as always for kind of like humoring me on some of this stuff and like being willing to to see some of these uh unusual choices. Hey, I'm I'm used to watching stupid bad movies. It's not that weird. I've but watched Samurai Cop <laughs> incredibly stupid movies. I've seen Pan. Oh, oh. You know, the weird, uh, bad Peter Pan mo- prequel that they made. I remember that one. <laughs> we might have to watch that. I might make us watch that. That that will be I, my revenge. <laughs> I would be willing to check that out. Uh, let's, let's I, I that. think we're going to watch Johnny Mnemonic before that. Yes. We need to see Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, I, I would say... Really, the reason why we watched this was because we had no idea what to do, but also because, like, why not? Let's see why not, you know? Yeah, why not? Just an absolutely silly film. Well, I'm glad we got to watch it. It was fun, and I I had a good time. You know, I... (sighs) Samurai Cop's not one I'd recommend to the general viewing public. Like, if... If bad movies are really your thing, I'd say go on ahead. Um, it's I don't like I I don't even want to say it was a product of its time because it was made in the fucking nineties and it should have been doing better by then. Well, it's but, one of those. Here's the thing: it's one of those things where I would state that as a film, it's not bad in the sense because it's just. Like, uh, it's not a in the product of its time way. It's just, this is a movie that could only even, it is a product of its time because it can only been made at this point in time. No, no one else. There's no way you could have gotten this movie made in like big budget Hollywood eras or anything after this like weird small time period. You couldn't have made Samurai Cop today. And that's a good thing. (laughs) Well, but here's the reason why. And you're going to you're going to agree with me. Because like it can only been made in like a post 80s but pre like anime being big in America world. Yes. Because like if you couldn't make it nowadays because they would actually bother to have a good sword fight in the movie. The samurai cop would actually use his sword more than twice. Yeah. Instead of in that one fight scene. And oh my god, the the, the cheap katanas. Oh god, these the, were the, the these mall were, katanas. These were mall katanas the highest order. Is it was it was white dudes with mall katanas the movie. No, the the, the best one was when you uh, it, it's Robert, when Robert Zadar's character ha- finally uses his sword in a fight and you look at the sword itself and it is so scuffed up and so bad looking like that is hung on some guy's wall in his living room and not properly so it looks bad but yeah samurai cop um maybe 
Watch it if you want to. Don't watch it. I don't know. I can't tell I, you what to do. I'm not I'm your dad. I'm going to be honest. I don't think this is a very good movie, and I don't think it's really worth watching. Funny, though. Very Mo- funny. Mostly watch it just for Joe Marshall's terrible hair. Which watch is it the, with some friends. It, it's definitely... We, we need to mention that his hair between scenes is a wig because apparently he got a haircut at some point. Yeah, and they're I, like, hey, we need you back to film more things. And he's like, shit. <laughs> I think what happened, because I'm just looking at his like schedule, the next thing he's in is, I think he filmed some episodes of JAG. Because mm-hmm. where he plays a soldier. Yeah. That's the only explanation of why he cut his hair other than he got sick and tired of maintaining it. I, as someone who's had long hair in the past, I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, after a while, I get sick and tired of like maintaining that length. At least at some point in time. But the the bits where it's a wig are very obvious and very oh. funny. Oh, extremely obvious. Very funny, though. Because it's like, it does not look like the same haircut at all. <laughs> like, no, at it's, all. Just... They plop that just straight onto his head. <laughs> straight Told on. Him, get out there. Get, get out, out there. there. <laughs> It's just so funny because also we need to talk about his expressions real quick because goddamn, oh. this man has just like the wildest expressions every scene. Like very intense, but also kind of like no thoughts, head empty. <laughs> you know who he kind of looks like? Who? And it's going to sound insane, but think about it for a minute. He kind of okay. has the same facial structure as Lazelle from Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> They got the same. They like similar nose. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry, everyone. I might have killed my co-host. <laughs> he does though. Oh, uh, bring up, bring up a picture of both. I, I'm just... okay. Here. Come on. All right, and then. <laughs> look at them back to back it's mostly the nose it's mostly the nose you see it And then the angry eyes. <laughs> Only difference is Joe Marshall has bigger fucking eyebrows. Uh, I, I I would like to say I'm sorry to my co-host. I may have almost killed you. I, I think you actually just <laughs> witnessed somebody having psychic damage inflicted on them. In real time, everybody. Oh, my God. But it's true. Oh, and he has a Twitter. <laughs> oh, what's his Twitter like? Um, I don't know. I'm going to share it with you. Okay, that, that is... <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to be able to unsee that. <laughs> oh, you just be happy there's no katanas in Baldur's Gate 3. 
Samurai gets Yankee. <laughs> gets oh, Yankee. You, have, you need to draw that now. <laughs> oh, I have to. You're gonna have to draw it. I I feel obligated to now because that's too good. <laughs> no one's gonna get this, but when you see him side by side, you're like, actually, that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you you can see it. <laughs> You can see I it. I can definitely see it. Oh. They got oh. them high cheekbones. They got he doesn't have as pronounced of a sort of like the nose. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's specifically not like her character model, but how she's like render in the art renders. That's where it's yeah. like closest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Like if you just took his nose and shrunk it. Yeah, if you shrunk, shrunk his nose a little bit and pushed it up just a little bit. Hey, Mark. I, I mean, Matthew. Mr. Matthew. Reyes, you could uh, play Kiss. Do it for, for the inevitable live-action Baldur's Gate 3, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think we should get him as Lazel. <laughs> no, we need to get him as, like, one of the like gith yankee warriors that you have to run into at some oh, point yeah just like one he, of the one of the bad dudes just have him like come in with like a katana just for no reason other than mm -hmm. as a joke oh so, so, so someone some put me in charge of this movie put, i i will say um Credit to Matthew Kuretis for aging very gracefully. He oh, is, yeah, like, a very good-looking dude. Now now he looks great. In, in the movie, he looked kind of silly. But you know what it is? He, he thinned hmm. out a bit. He did. It, like, his face thinned out a bit with age in a way that, like... Because, you know, that's back when he was young and, do, like, probably working out every single day. Yes. He doesn't tweet much, by the way. He uh, hasn't tweeted anything in, like, a year. <laughs> okay, he's got better things to do than Follows be on Twitter. Nobody. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Smart man. <laughs> Wise man. Yeah. So, basically, I think what we need to be... What we're basically saying is this movie is not good. Don't watch it. But, God damn it, is it wild. Yeah. It's free. So, the good news is you don't have to pay for it. It costs nothing to watch this movie. Thank God. Doesn't mean you should. <laughs> yeah, I'd leave that choice up to you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, anything else about this movie we want to talk about before we move uh, on? I think that's about it. Yeah, uh, but sorry, folks. Despite being a 90-minute feature film, this movie's plot is incomprehensible. <laughs> it's it is. It's it. This movie is horribly edited. It's it's just nonsense. You'll you'll reach the end of it and just be like, "What did I just watch?" And that's what we did. That's exactly how I feel. I really do feel so. That way. Yeah. Just... So speaking of Strauss, yes. What the hell are you watching? Uh, you know, honestly, that's a good, well. I know. Um, I, I I would like to apologize for last hell you're watching because I actually was reading a new thing. Oh. Uh, I was a. Uh, what's it called? Hold on, let me look look up the title of it because I've also been playing Like a Dragon Gaiden. 
The man who erased his name. Yeah! His name's been erased, Joker. It's erased. And how is it so far? You you told me a little bit about this, yeah. but but for for listeners. Yeah, no, it's been pretty solid. Like, I'm not super deep into it. I've only been playing for so long. I would say so far, I would rank it as like when it comes to like a dragon games, there are like two there there are three levels. There's okay. This is where you place like the like four, five, and six kind of go into that like, and one go into this is good, or fine, you know, the good All defining right. passable. Yeah, no, totally serviceable games. Have some great moments. Maybe not the best. Maybe has some stupid things happen in them. You get the bad ones, or the closest this series gets the bad, like with three, mostly because three is just not fun to play. It's not very enjoyable. It, it, it's sluggish. It's slow. But the heat actions don't do a lot of damage. Every fight takes forever. Not that it's the worst game ever, but, you know. They're better ones. And then there's the really good ones. So far, this is in the mid-tier. Okay. I, I, I only say that because I've only just started it. So I'm, I'm, and it hasn't done anything super stupid. Though it is really funny to watch Kiryu be like, I'm not Kiryu Kazuma. No, he's dead. I'm Joryu. I'm... I'm Joryu, obviously. And no one who knows who he is buys it for five seconds. By the way, did you know they, he, he actually visits Survive Bar, but Kashiwagi's not there? And I'm like, oh, I'm so mad. Damn it. I wanted them to be like, aren't you supposed to be dead? Aren't you? They had the potential to do the funniest thing ever, and they didn't. I understand why they didn't do it, because then, like, that ha they have to exp the curio has to be like wait it, 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 I just want to I'll show you be like are you supposed to be dead aren't you <laughs> right. hold on it's he's like wait uh uh but it just goes sinks below the bar mm, you know just slowly mm. sinking down as he realizes <laughs> he's like I got no answer for that got none at all. But I've also started, I picked up a, a new manga as of late. I've been, I started reading uh, Martial Master Asumi. I'm okay. Which is a manga about a uh, guy who, like, is a martial artist. But, you know, doesn't want to, like, broadcast that. <laughs> right. Like He's like, I just want to kind of just go about my business and do that. And he keeps getting accosted by the girl from the MMA club. Who's like, mm -hmm. I know you're eagerly a badass. Come on, join me. And you, hold on. I'm going to, you should, I'm going to see if I can find a picture of this girl. Just because she's not, how do you think this girl looks? Now, just oh, as like, I don't know. Just, I describe, she's part of the MMA club. She's really into it. What do you think she looks like? Small and cute. You're not wrong, but uh, what if I told you she has glasses? Hmm. Long, like, stereotypical long hair, cute girl. And also, she's kind of psychotic. Like, she's obsessive and weird. Okay. You, you'd like her. She's a little freak? Yeah, she's a little freak. <laughs> oh, I like that. I love a little freak. 
She's a little freak. Good for her. Well, it sounds like fun. Yeah, I I, I only just started reading it, and I need to uh, keep going. But it's uh, it's been good so far. The, well, the, very good. The the best part is just that both of them. It's like he's like. I know you're secretly badass. You have cauliflower. I'm like, why do I know what that is? <laughs> how, how do I know so much about martial arts stuff that I know what that means? A- anything you've been uh, doing as of late? Uh, other than playing an absolute shitload of Baldur's Gate 3. You're doing that. Uh, congratulations to them for, for winning the thing, by the way. Oh, yeah, uh, they, they won a I'm... bunch of uh, Golden Joystick Awards. I'm I'm not surprised at all. I would be more shocked if they didn't. Yep. Genuinely, congratulations to the team for doing so well at everything and making a game that's ruining my life one day at a time. Uh, I've also picked up, it was a recommendation from a co-worker, and I've been getting a little more into, like, shoujo rom- romance kind of stuff, because, like, I've been trying to broaden my horizons. And I picked up this manga called Love's in Sight, And it's about this, like, former delinquent. He's, like, got a really, like, checkered past. Like, rough, scary-looking dude. And he meets this girl who she's, she's blind. She attends a school for kids with disabilities. And he falls head over heels in love with her. Thinks she's, like, adorable and awesome. And she's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And so it's it's kind of their their romance and them kind of like learning about each other and their their day to day life and it's it's really sweet, it's I... really cute. She's she's a great main character because she's just like like constantly with him. It's like oh my god, you're you're so weird. Like chill out. I I, I forgot one thing. Hmm. Uh, I forgot to mention the live action cabaret club dates in in Gaiden. Oh, that's a big thing to leave out. Elaborate. <laughs> so I did one of them and it's so, we, for those who don't know, uh, Kiryu has classically, there's been several times where you go to cabaret clubs and Yakuza games and like talk to ladies who are usually AV act- actresses, uh, you know, who do adult material. Nothing yes. wrong with that. It's just what it is. And they're in a bunch of these and they're us- it's usually goofy and silly. Except the one time when it's a wrestler. And then it's even goofier and sillier. You no, know, she's like, I I, li- I do wrestling. It's like, and Kiryu can say, I like wrestling. I'm like, finally, a game that understands me. <laughs> but, like, it's so funny. Because usually they're, like, put in models to the game. But this is the first time they've done it in, like, live action pieces. And I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. That's- it's That's really strange. It's really strange, but in like the goofy way that makes it kind of still good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's just like, damn. One of the ones that the girl I talked to liked pizza. I'm like, finally, there truly is a woman out there for me. <laughs> just like me for real. Just like me for real. She fucking loves pizza. She's apparently uh born in the U.S. So that's neat. Well, 
I hope she I, never wants me to deliver a pizza to her because I will do a bad job. I, I forgot to mention, I know for a fact that she is from the U.S. because she has a tattoo. Oh, oh yeah. Which you do not see often in Japan on most women. That's it, more of a thing now, but not historically speaking. Yeah, typically it's it's kind of culturally taboo, especially for women. Just in general, because usually yeah. it's associated with 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 crime, and I I know that uh, you can't go into a lot of like bathhouses or places like that if you've got tattoos, or you have to like cover them up. Hmm. Just, yeah. Just a rather strange moment. Very interesting. Well, I had no idea that was a thing in there. Yeah, uh, it, people joke that's the reason why the file size is so big, because it's not that long of a game. <laughs> Four, 4K video of these ladies. <laughs> I, I, I will share a photo of one of them. Or something. I remember oh, that and also... Just wild. Yeah. This game, we we've talked about it before. Also, very excited that this features my my grandson, Homari Nishitani the third. Yep, um, we're we're gonna see what he's like. See if he lives up to the name. But in the meantime, folks, uh, anything else you've been watching, Sardo, that you want to talk about? I... Any news you want to discuss? I think that's about it. I am romancing Gale right now, and I wasn't really seeing that coming, but it's just like, okay, Gale, Gale likes me. I guess we're a thing now, so uh, my character is dating Gale. I'm very happy for them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Gale's really grown on me. <laughs> well, I'm glad to, glad to know he has. Yes, but I think that's it otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah let, let me see. Uh, here's... here's... Kason, by the way. Oh, she's cute. No, she is. It's just really funny to be like, first time you do it, it's just live action. You're like, this is weird. Like, huh? huh? I'm not used to this. Who are you people? <laughs> Where am I? Who are you, strange three-dimensional woman? I'm not. You're not the type of poly polygonal woman I'm used to. <laughs> I'm used to 3D, but not like this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, more more on that later, and probably more on uh, we we will have a Baldur's Gate three episode because I finished it this week. Yes. And uh, how you're like in Act two now? I am in Act two. I just defeated a uh, Kethric Thorm. Oh no, never mind. So... You're about to enter Act three. You're almost done with it. You're almost like to the end. You're getting there. Also. I want to ask real quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Why is the why does the game keep describing Gortash as handsome? He's not handsome. I <laughs> he's just know, a guy. <laughs> I this is where I want to say this is not what I expected from you specifically. <laughs> he's just a dude. I thought for sure that you would be the one gut person I know who'd be like, oh yes, hello. I mean, he's all right, but he made Carlax sad. That is a good point. And that is, that is and a big... That's a big deal breaker. That... Uh, Sardo disliked that. <laughs> Sardo has a minus 100 to approval from that. The disapproval icon came up. 
And it never went away. <laughs> it never went away. But I mean, that's, yeah, that's a very I, fair assessment of a man. Yeah, but I'm I'm making progress on that. So we will we will discuss that in a future episode probably, soon. Uh, yeah, probably considering how fast you've been getting through this game. I'm probably in the to... next like few weeks. Yeah. Not not what I expected. I thought you were going to be way slower with it than than this. Not not because I think you're bad at video games, it's because I thought you would be like <laughs> scouring the every speck of dirt for things to do you underestimate how much i've been playing this game <laughs> that is also probably true i i've been playing this game a lot it's it's been kind of it's taking been... up a lot of my free time i know trust me i would know it, it, it happened to me too <laughs> You're not the only one here who can claim that this game has devoured their life at some point. It's shout out to this game for literally taking over our lives. And many others, too. Surprising. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, it, it, be ready for the Baldur's Gate 3 super episode whenever that comes out. Hell Yeah. <laughs> We could probably talk because I have opinions. I also have some opinions so far, and I'm sure I'll have more by the time I'm done. There's gonna be so many opinions, Joker. Many of them. But yeah, I think uh, this is a bit of a short episode, which is fine because I think we've had quite a few long episodes as of late. Yes, we have. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> But uh, anyway, folks, uh, if you want to follow us on the Patreon, you can go to Skeleton Crew Pro. We'll be having our uh, our React episode to Samurai Cop. It will be up on the Patreon for $2 a month. So You can see what the hell we were talking about with this. You can see just how ridiculous this actually was. You can follow Sardo at Autopsy Garlands on Twitter and Marquis Belial for my art account. Uncle Death with a K on Blue Sky, where I haven't posted much yet. And Uncle Death also on Twitch, on Twitch, where I stream every Monday. I draw art. Strauss is there. Uh, come get yourself something drawn. Yeah. I do uh, requests. Not only will... And that would be tonight when this episode goes live. Yes. If you uh, are listening to this on a Monday, then it it is definitely going to be there. And Strauss, you can follow at Almighty Strauss across the board on Twitter, on Blue Sky, and on Twitch Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, uh, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Currently uh, playing... Uh Persona 5 Strikers, but will be soon taken over by uh, the new spinoff, Tactica. Yes. And if we don't finish Strikers, we'll play Tactica, then play Strikers, and then finish Strikers, and then probably that'll be when I leave for home, and then when I get back, we start the next year with Cyberpunk. Hell the yeah! Keanu Chronicles. <laughs> I love the mean Keanu Chronicles. Oh, you will. 
You will. I will. I will. You're going to be there. You're now basically my eternal co-host. You, 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 yes. You, you put yourself in this position. There's no one to blame but yourself. Not that you're blaming yourself. Oh, I, I am very proud of it. <laughs> well, folks, but until, that's, until that's, next uh, time. We will see you all later next week when we'll talk about something different. Mm-hmm. Probably something less Samurai Cop related. Yes. I I I don't doubt it. Yes, sir. Goodbye everybody. Good night everybody. Bye.